Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is Mr. Corbett. It was written by Michael DeWolf and appears in Mansions of Madness. It's one of my favorite scenarios, and this will be the third time we've run it. I'm the Game Master, and this is Episode 2. Our recap will be given by Yusuf Gita as his character, Horatio Hornigold. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Yusuf? <clears throat> My neighbors and I attended a rather splendid barbecue at the Harrows. Even Bernard Corbett was present. As you know, he's been a rather rec a recluse since his wife passed all those years ago. The conversation ranged from local affairs where the university's baseball team inadvertently killed their goat mascot in a prank gone wrong, the asylum was flooded and its patients transferred to the ill-equipped central hospital. And a slayer of pets dubbed the jackal is still at large, even after two years of police investigations. To the less disturbing news of Mr. Corbett's trouble with raccoons, raiding his splendid vegetable patch and garden. Surveys was his usual boastful self and insisted on using me to show how one of his stage tricks worked. I'm sure he does it on purpose just to rile me. Corbett left rather early, and some of the fellows talked about finding him a possible paramour. Jacobus even suggested Josephine, my housekeeper, as a suitable candidate, despite being over twice his age. Cervais and Eugene came up with a rather childish bet about whose trap design would be better in order to rid Corbett of his garden pests. And the next day, while Corbett was out on one of his driving excursions, they invaded his backyard to see where best to place them. I am ashamed to say I was drawn in on their caper, but in my defense, I was only there to make sure it did not go too out of, get too out of hand. What did strike me as curious, however, was Corbett's whitewashed greenhouse. It had a rather sturdy padlock and I couldn't help but indulge my curiosity and rub away at the paint to take a peek inside. But all I could see was a plethora of flora and a rather striking golden oriental statue within. The next afternoon, we were invited over for cards at the Harrows. And while we were playing, and due to my position at the table, which gave me a direct visual access to Corbett's front door across the road, I saw Corbett return to his home. He was struggling with his keys and carelessly dropped the parcels he was carrying, dislodging one of them from its wrapping. What at first looked like a fish of some sort was, in my opinion at least, and to my horror, a severed arm. All right. So you're sitting there at the table and uh, uh, Horatio, you weren't the only one who saw it. Was it Jacobus who also saw it? Um, Jacobus saw this as well, yes. You guys are in the middle of playing cards and suddenly Horatio and Jacobus both um, have, they, they have a start as they're, uh, they're, they're, they're playing their games. What do you guys do? Jacobus, you got a royal flush, I guess. He's got you all excited. Uh, it's, it's, um, uh, well, uh, just get my 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 sense to my sense a little bit. Um, Horatio, did you see? Did you see that? I, I, um, sorry, sorry, Peter, but <laughs> but Bernard just came back and he dropped something which looked quite suspicious. It, I, I it, think it, I think it was an hand. It, 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 was, it was an arm. 
I'm, I'm sure arm. it was. Yeah. I, I, oh my. Yeah. Didn't you guys say you saw a statue in the garden? I mean, uh, so he's probably just bringing it in piece by piece from Greece or something like that. Uh, you know, oh. with all the, uh, the socialism, you know, creeping across Europe, it's probably hard to export, you know, uh, you know, the, the capitalist dogs, you know, so I'm sure he's just, you know, sne sneaking, uh, sneaking some, uh, Venetian, uh, statue over piece by piece by piece. But, but it, was, it, was, it was floppy. Uh, it, it looked like a fish at first, but there was definitely a hand fingers. It, it was, was it? It seemed to me it was wrapped in, in, in butcher. Well, when you buy meat at a butcher in, in that brown paper wrapping, and that wasn't a ball that was dropped. It did not bounce. Keeper, I assume that Corbett is inside by now and there's nothing oh, yeah. to be seen. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's inside. You know, he, I'm sure he sells rings <clears throat> and you need those little mannequin arms to put rings on and they can be made of fabric. I, it could be a fish whose tail was frayed. I, where would you get an arm? And, fish that likes that? I actually have, a, I mean, I've got a set of legs uh, in, in the workshop, so it, it wouldn't be a far stretch. Maybe he's getting in on the, uh, uh, you know, the, the construction of uh, the stage equipment game here. You know, we, we made those traps. Maybe he's trying to uh, re return in kind, you know? Maybe it, it's just too odd. We simply do not know enough by now. It, it was rather disturbing. Um, I, I hope I hope you're right in your um, theories. Um, Jacobus, when you said it wasn't a ball because it didn't bounce. Are you suggesting that it was round-ish, but not a sphere? It was, well, it was, he picked it up quite quick and the only item that unwrapped was the presumed arm. I'm just thinking if it's, if he, if he went to the butchers, let's assume he went to the butchers and he got some meat and what that was maybe meatloaf that unwrapped, I don't know. Um, then might've been a leg of lamb that he had. But if it's part of human, I hope it's not a head. Uh, maybe that's it's silly. for the. Uh, that's that's silly. Let me let me get my gin. <laughs> What's my read on these guys? I mean, they're uh, they're not very um, excitable and uh, easily uh, spooked, are they? Uh, or given the flights of fancy, based on how well I know them. Um, you guys can decide that. Um, they seem rather uh, um, average you could, you could probably describe Horatio as squeamish, not very manly, um, somewhat a mother's boy, Don't, doesn't drink, bookish. Jacobus was in the, uh, well, he was in South Africa during the, the Boer War, so he's seen some action. You wouldn't particularly call him squeamish. And you're in the medical, but you're, you're a pharmacist. Pharmacist. Yeah. So no, neither one of them seems to be 
given to flights of fancy. Uh, I believe, Eugene, it's your bet. Yeah. It's, uh, it's currently about four in the afternoon. Peter, I, I meant to ask you um, uh, earlier on, um, how's, how's Michael doing? He doesn't come out of his room much these days, does he? Um, not to talk to us, certainly. Uh, and, and, and his room is, 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 um, is his room looking onto, um, the street? Yeah. I can't yeah, remember. He's got a front room. Okay. Do you think Peter. he, he's, he saw your, um, severed limb? You well, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. If, if you won't mind terribly. I mean, he saw something as well. Much more likely to have his face in a comic book, but uh, uh, I have drawn up to a pair of fours, so I'll fold and see if the boy's seen anything. Be right back. Thank you. Uh, uh, Horatio, um, you should pour yourself another lemonade. You look a little parched. Uh, well, well, actually, um, can, I, uh, can I use your bathroom? Certainly. You know. I, I get up and go to the bathroom, um, I'm splash some water over my face, compose myself. And uh, Peter, you're going to go upstairs. Um, what was your son's name again? I'm sorry. He's Michael. Michael. Um, Michael is laying on his bed reading comic books. So he's not in a position to look out the window. Uh, Mikey, do you want to get, get any fresh air? All right. You didn't happen to uh, see Mr. Corbett come home, did you? Just a few minutes oh, ago? No, Dad. How could I see him? I'm just lying here in the bed reading comics. You know, some, sometimes guys. people your age move more than a few inches an hour. But, uh, yeah. I hope Superman pulls through. I'll see you later. Superman is the I read Marvel. <laughs> Not yet, you don't. <laughs> I should, uh, who cares? Uh, all right. So you come back downstairs. Uh, Horatio, did you want to do anything other than splash water and No, just just that and then okay. return to so the you table. Return to the table. All right, so you're all back at the table. Is there anything more you want to discuss or do? Yeah, I, I think I'm just gonna, uh, you know, reiterate that uh, I, I don't think there's anything to worry about. Um, I can go talk to him if you guys are worried about it. But I mean, it's 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 Mr. Corbett. Come on. Uh, you're probably right. I, I'm sure you are, uh, Surveys. I'm I'm sure you are. Um. And I, since I am also uh, neighbors to direct neighbors, I mean, to Mr. Corbett, do I know if my one of my house has direct vision towards what he might have done right there, since they were talking about a severed arm? Um, there's probably 
uh, at least one of your windows that looks directly across at his house, but you would be seeing the left side of his house. Um, so probably not. You probably wouldn't see the, the porch, no. But you can see very clearly into his backyard. Um, you're kind of on the greenhouse side. Uh, I'll have to ask Maria later. The, yeah. What's that? I will have to ask Maria later. Okay. Oh, and his porch is, you know, a little covered affair. So very likely the only place you could see what was going on would be where you are looking right into the porch. There's okay. hedges and plants and stuff around the sides. So, so as you may remember from last weekend, I, I kind of fell asleep while we were, were chatting there. I can't remember if um, Mr. Corbett um, had, had meat to eat. He's not vegetarian, is he? I can't remember now. Do um, an idea roll. Uh, no. Well, I mean, he never provides meat. Obviously, he's not growing any kind of livestock. He's just got vegetables and fruits. Um, but you think that he's eating ribs and hamburgers and things? Yeah, it's probably just, he just went to the butcher. It's just, a, it might have been just light falling badly on on the porch there, Ratio. Well, let's, let's play some cards, gentlemen. Um, no, no use overthinking that that we we might have seen all right, right. You're right. i'm sure you're right I'm, I'm sure you're right jacobus all right so you guys spend the rest of the evening having a pleasurable uh time playing cards um drinking a little and eventually uh going home and retiring but that whole affair has kind of got you a little bit unnerved how much do you really know about Mr. Corbett, um, none of you are really nosy neighbors. Um, all you have to go on is what people tell you, um, and people can lie. So you just, it, it kind of eats at you a little. Um, the next morning, however, is Monday. So some of you have stuff to do, work to do. Um, Eugene, you've probably got some sort of woodworking project. Uh, yeah, there is the classic coffins because that's, that's my main uh, my main business. But there is also things people ask me when I find the time and things like that. Yeah, of course. Okay. And Horatio, um, it, it's June, isn't it? Uh, are there classes held at that time of year in, in at the university? Um, university, there might be a summer schedule. I'm not exactly sure. Probably at Miskatonic. So, uh, yeah, I'd probably be attending or giving lectures at the universities. Okay. And, uh, David, you're a lawyer. Do you have any work? Oh, always and ever. And I usually see uh, Corbett go back and forth. He's regular as clockwork. My window faces the street. We're not far down from each other. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jacobus, um, you've got the pharmacy. 
Yes, I've got that. Um, the west wall we need to repaint. Uh, the guys messed up with the installation there. Some nice lead paint that came in. Nice shiny a greenish tint that uh, we plan to put in there. So, Will, um, do you have a large workshop downtown or is your workshop in your garage part of your part in on your property maybe your basement that's you no okay yeah so i didn't know if i was if this was a out of character will thing survey. Or, i'm sorry yeah I, to, totally cool i just uh yeah um yeah so i think uh there's the uh, the small workshop in the basement because uh, he just can't stop tinkering with stuff sure um it's not so much a, a workshop that's downtown uh, as much as it's uh more of like a warehouse that has a workbench uh that's that's in the uh the shipping district but you probably have room to to work on larger pair you know mechanisms that you need for your larger trips yeah right typically uh you know you would assemble or develop uh you know the the individual finer part parts of any mechanism you know at home and uh, when it comes time for assembly and uh, you know to, to send them off um, right. uh, like I said I'm at a point in my career where I'm uh, licensing uh, the, my various uh, tricks uh, to up-and-coming magicians so, uh, so you know so that, where, that's are you to... where are you working today uh, so I, I think that um, I think that I'm probably at the uh, at the warehouse there um, the uh, the whole arm thing and then our uh, our traps and all that uh, has me just kind of uh, you know going through my old uh, bag of tricks so to speak and just kind of uh, thinking about days gone past. Okay, um, so you all uh, go to work and in the process of either going or getting ready to go and all that, you do notice that Mr. Corbett follows his regular routine precisely. He leaves at the same time he always leaves. Uh, he's always very well dressed and he heads off. Um, there's probably not more than 10 or 15 minutes before each of, of you would have to leave for work as well. But I'll give you that opportunity if you want to do anything in between. I mean, there's not really anything that you could do that, that amount of time, but Otherwise, you can go into, you're going to work. I cycle to work. I, I don't, I don't drive. I, I, right. I'm a cyclist. Some of you might even walk because it's only 20 minutes walk. Um. Given uh, the degree to which I know Jacobus and Horatio and the level of disturbance they both displayed, did that, um, linger with me? Did it bother me that I have unsteady sleep? Well, there's that that feeling that, you know, everything in your neighborhood is always perfect. Why? What if there's something under the surface that you don't know about? Um, it's that sort of conspiracy theory sort of stuff that kind of sticks in your mind. It's probably no nothing. The man's very nice man. Yeah, I mean, if anybody had a dark secret, I'm not sure I would think it was Corbett. And I, he's given me keys to his home, so I feel uh, he's unlikely to be hiding anything. All I've done is drop mail off on his, uh, you know, 
whole desk, but still. Okay. Now to clarify, you don't have those keys all the time. He gives them to you when he goes on a trip. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, Jakubus is going to, sorry, Jakubus is going to make a note of of when Mr. Corbett's, what his movements looks like during the week. I think it bugs me enough to take a pause each time I get out of the house and just look over to his place. Is his car there? What he does. I mean, I can't imagine seeing an arm. It's just crazy. And I'll ponder this as I walk to Work. You know, you continually try to convince yourself that what you think you saw, you couldn't have possibly seen. And you keep trying to eliminate it with um, a fish, um, some sort of vegetable, something, uh, but you keep seeing that arm. Like the arm of a little child it was, which makes it even stranger. Um, so it nags at you. Um, Mr. Corbett, uh, if you are watching him uh, and keeping track, uh, you would probably notice if anything unusual happened because He's kind of, I mean, it's back then they didn't have a name for it, but it's kind of obsessive compulsive. He leaves at precisely the same time. He comes home at precisely the same time. He goes to lunch at precisely the same time. He probably, unless, unless there's extenuating circumstances, he eats at the same place every day. You know, maestros down the street. Um, you often see him there. Sometimes you might even join him there. Um, Does the local butcher use that type of paper in wrapping its meat? Probably. It's very common. It's what they all use. Um, and he also, um, what do I want to say? Um, I say extenuating circumstances. If he has a client... Of course, that timetable gets thrown off a little bit or whatever. Um, he has employees. Uh, he has shops all around him. Uh, pretty much, like I say, he's in the Businessmen's Association. So people in town are familiar with him. It's not a huge town. By the way, mm -hmm. since, since he's going out of, of his home at a precise time, do I smell something specific, something like I can, I can find strange uh, going by what Horatio and Jacob said as he potentially goes uh, right up close to? Well, his routine is back to normal. The only variations in his routine are Saturdays he gardens and he's not always obviously doing the same thing because Sometimes something doesn't need to get done. He doesn't need to trim his hedges every single week. Um, I'm just going by the smell here because since my character has this right. developed kind of smell, sense of smell, whether. Well, you've never really, you've never really had the, the inclination to snoop. 
but um, when you say smell, what exactly are you trying Maybe to Maybe you mean some kind of smell, kind of can, not really some repugnant, but something that can potentially hide other, other smells or... And where are you looking for this? On him or around On him? him if, or, if, if or he gets house. close to my house, if he doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. Um, he definitely wears cologne, um, but again, strong, yeah. probably most people wear cologne. Um, strong perfume. Uh, in the afternoons, he probably smells like he's been on his feet all day. Uh, not completely unpleasant, but less perfumey. Um, okay. Your heightened sense of smell. Do you have like a smell roll? <laughs> Uh, I think I was going for um, spot hidden. Spot hidden because yeah. it was the most. Uh, yeah, roll a spot hidden. Seventy-seven. Can I spend luck? Yes, you can. You can always spend luck on. Uh, I'm spending twelve. Um, Oof. To make it pass. Okay. Well, with since you spent the luck, you definitely can smell that he likes bacon. Okay. But that's about all. Because bacon's got a rather strong smell. Okay. Um, strong smells in general. Uh, anyone else? Did Corbett ever get back to me by chance uh, about that thing we spoke about? You said he'd get back to me uh, Monday. Uh, not yet. I mean, he's just left for work. We're still. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, how close is my uh, is my workshop to uh, the uh, Mr. Corbett's uh, import export location? Well, I didn't actually lay out downtown, but what I've told you all is that you're. You're fairly close, and you often see him walking past, let's say, on the way to lunch or or to the post office. He might walk to the post office and take mail. So you're all kind of clustered in that central downtown. Is is his shop on on the way to the to my cycle route on the way to university? Sure. Yeah. Um, and you've all probably glanced into his shop he's got interesting things big asian statues with spears and golden screens and hookahs and all kinds of things that you would get from uh, india and china the orient and i, I see him in his shop when i when i cycle past. not usually because you can't see really into it it's okay you'd have to go into it but, but, but the shop's open may or may not have been in his shop that's up to you it's uh, interesting uh, place. Unless he has um, pirate memorabilia, I probably wouldn't be that interested. Right. Or, or, or books, literature books. It's mostly the Oriental, Asian, Indian not, stuff. Not my expertise at all. Is the local paper uh, daily um, or is it like a weekly publication? Yeah, there is a, the Arkham Sentinel is daily. Yeah. Uh, is there any, um, any, uh, arm related uh articles like anything about any missing you know 
arms. You want to spend some people. time doing that. Um, uh, yeah, I would say probably while I'm, uh, you know, on my way to town or on my way to the shop, I'll uh, pick up, you know, pick up today's paper and uh, and read it, you know, while I'm trying to kill time and justify, uh, you know, to my wife not going back on tour. I need to spend as much time in the office as possible. Okay. And then we'll say that you take your, your paper to, to work with you. And then when you're taking a break, you'll sit there and you'll be reading it and looking through it. Um, do a spot hidden for me. That's a regular success. Okay. Um, by the end of the day, where well, I'm going to skip and say that by the end of the day, you've pretty much read through the whole thing. You don't see anything about a missing arm or anything like that. Um, so let's jump ahead just a little to around lunchtime. And uh, right on schedule, you see him leave the office and walk down the, the street. Now, when he, when he leaves the shop, he leaves in charge his, um, I think he's got two guys, hold on. Uh, he's actually got three guys, um, Stanley, Mark, and Bill. Um, Stanley's the sales assistant. Mark and Bill are loading and shipping. They, they're a bit more brutish so they can pick up some of the furniture and move it around. Um, that's just for your information that you know that he's got employees there. Um, and he walks down the street uh, to uh, Maestro's. Do any of you want to do anything? Remember, it's lunchtime for you, too. I'd, I'd probably have my lunch on campus. Okay. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to harangue him about, uh, you know, looking into that thing we talked about. All right. I might, I might have one day in the week as a routine to, to eat at Maestro's if it's a decent enough restaurant. Um Okay, so um, survey, you are, you've got your, um, your roll-up door, because sometimes you have to move things in and out. You've got your roll-up door open, because it's kind of hot, and you get some air going through there. And uh, you see him walk by. Um, he's a very focused man, so he's not like looking around and stuff. He's just walking straight by. So... Um, He's at the moment walking by in front of your uh, shop. Can I have been uh, maybe working on my saw uh, lady in half thing? And uh, as he's walking by, kind of accidentally on purpose, uh, push the leg off and have it roll into his path, replicating the uh, the mishap he had the other day. Okay. Um, your, uh, all right, the leg, uh, yeah, the leg falls off and rolls out in front of his hand in his path and he stops with a sudden start and he looks over at you and uh and then smiles and picks the leg up and he says i think your lady uh lost one of her appendages oh, okay yeah yeah thanks sorry sorry about that i'm uh i'm all thumbs and then i do like one of those like uh these thing you know yeah. super lame sleight of hand yeah um he looks at yeah. your uh, apparatus and he says, "You're um. I think maybe your your talents are wasted. You you could be uh, some sort of engineer. Um, 
is this how this works? Uh, hmm. And he's sort of looking at the, the thing. Uh, how, uh, you know, around this time, uh, you know, not even everybody had electricity, I guess, in some rural parts. And the uh, a lot of times the the gears and the mechanisms that uh, operate the tricks could be out in the open because there just was no uh, frame of reference uh, for people to draw upon to deduce that that's how the trick was performed. Um, so it would be pretty uh, abnormal for him to be able to like, just, you know, look at some of these complex gears and stuff. Is he, uh, you know, responding with a sense of familiarity to, uh, you know, to these things or does it seem like it's, uh, you know, this whiz bang tomfoolery that he's never, you know, yeah, it, it seemed more like he was just trying to be friendly and polite. Um, he couldn't, he couldn't perform the trick or know how it works. Um, uh, uh, so you, uh, you heading down to grab a bite? You want me to join you? Um, please. Okay. Yeah. Just I uh, wanted to uh, uh, wanted to discuss, uh, you know, the 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 imports from. Uh, oh yes, I um I put in a call this morning. But uh, so far, we haven't gotten a response. Sometimes it takes them a while. You know, a, a, a telephone call to uh, India sometimes can take a couple of hours. Um, if, if I don't get a response by the end of the day, I'll, uh, I'll see what I can do. But is it, and I kind of lean in, is it real? Is what uh, I mean, is it, is it, uh, I mean, is, is it, uh, is it real, man? This is, you're gonna. I sound foolish even saying it. Um, uh, is it re, is it real magic? You know, uh, we'd uh, we'd. I think I think we spoke about the. Uh, so when when uh, when he when survey was uh, over there, he saw something that was real, and uh, that's he's kind of been trying to get uh, uh, Corbett to procure him something uh, from. Uh, the estate of one of the Maharajas or whatever, uh, you know, and um, it's a, I'd say, I'd say we're friendly enough that he would, uh, he would have told him that like the reason why he's, you know, having him look for this stuff. Well, let's, let's have lunch and we'll, we'll discuss it. Um, it's really a matter of perspective. Um, and just like in anything, there's a lot of, as you say, tomfoolery. Um, anyways, um, so you guys continue. You you close up shop. I don't know if you have assistance or whatever, but you uh, you leave with him. Uh, does anybody else want to join him or? I'm going to, to just step away from the wall that I'm. I've been painting the whole bloody morning. It's like oh, my back is killing me, Jenny. Um. So turning to the assist, my assistant, Jenny, do you, do you know if, if the butcher is open on Sundays? Um, that is a, probably a great question. Probably not. Oh, thanks. Um, I, I was just something that's bothering me a little bit, but I'll, uh, I'll, I'll speak to, uh, I'll speak to, to Peter. See if he, he knows anyone. We've got a we've got a barbecue coming up, and um, I sometimes uh, one wants to to get something um, to to barbecue on on the Sunday, and then you. I'm rambling. Uh, thanks, Jenny. I'll just turn 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 away and get, get 
start looking at the books or something like that. Get out a sandwich brought from home. Just to remind everybody, it's currently the 2nd of July is today. Um, it was a week after, yeah, it's the 2nd of July. 4th of July is on Wednesday. It's Monday. And of course, everybody's off. Nobody works on 4th of July. Um, well, go ahead. Um, what, while I'm on campus, um, do I um, overhear or um, any conversations with Corbett as as subject? No, nothing. There's, there's nothing like that. Okay. Um, fine, I'll just carry on as normal then. Okay. Um, I generally walk to work. Right. Um, does, does Mr. Corbett usually drive or also walk? He usually drives. Um, does he often have parcels, obviously, going back and forth? Or does he generally just carry a little briefcase? Um, I don't think that you've seen him do, maybe a little briefcase. Yeah, you've never seen him with parcels. Um, well, since, you know, since his, he's set in his ways and I know when he'll be taking lunch, I guess I'll just take, you know, it'll only take 10 minutes to go in and see if there are any sort of child-sized mannequin arms for jewelry and the like in, in his, his shop. shop. Yeah. All right. And you're going to go in during lunch? Yes. I don't really want to chat with him about what okay. my friends saw over cards. All right. And Jacobus, were you going to do anything or are you just continuing to paint? Um, I'll, I'll take a break. I have a sandwich there. Um, if I see if I see anyone familiar walking to Maestro's, I'll probably join them. Okay. So that's just the chance. And Eugene, what are you? I think during the, the lunch, lunch break, I'm gonna maybe try to talk to him, maybe go to the same restaurant and uh, ask him about uh, the wood I was waiting for. Uh, well, the, he, he talked to me uh, about okay. this. Uh, so we'll at party, say it so. this way. It's uh, Mr. Corbett and Survey arrive first and it's warm so they sit outside uh under an umbrella and uh order some uh pasta or something like that from maestros um uh, peter you happen to be walking and you see them sitting there and um eugene you also see them sitting there you're kind of coming from opposite directions Horatio, you're at, at the school, and uh, Jacobus, you're you're not. Or well, maybe yeah, yeah, I can say that you saw them as well. So you're all sort of coming together at Maestro's. Oh, everybody's here. Um, it's a small table. Maybe you can take the table next to us. Yeah, we can ask them about it. Yeah, if you don't mind, unless you guys are up to. You know, have your heads together about something? Well, no. Um, 
let's let's have a slight conversation though with surface before you guys arise um I would say that in most things that there are charlatans everywhere. Um, if there is any such thing as real magic, it's, um, it's not going to be found easily. It's going to be very obscure. You're going to find it with uh, religious cults, um, and they're going to keep it very secret. Uh, India has more deities than... They have people living there, so who can say? But I'll find you some interesting things that are at least in some way related, but, you know, I can't promise anything. That There's lots of magicians there, lots of fakirs who dupe the people into believing. Um, do you know how that Indian rope trick is yeah, yeah, yeah. He um he actually uh, survey is the one who copyrighted that and uh, actually uh, patented it for distribution in America. Uh, yeah. So um, can I uh, make an occult roll uh, to um uh throw some specific uh you know Indian um you know religious mumbo jumbo atoms just show them show them that you know uh, this isn't the uh, is magic real one hundred and one type conversation. You know, get him to trust me a little more, so he can, you know, show me, show me the goods. I'm sure. Do a intelligence roll, or uh, so I'm. Gonna, I'm going to spend. I'm going to spend uh, spend six luck to uh, get just a regular success. Okay. Oh, I'm I'm surprised. Uh, You've been studying. Uh, there's, uh, I've of course picked up a little of the uh, religious beliefs and so forth myself. Um, uh, I think the general gist of, of a lot of it is that the, the deities were once like us and that they've uh, ascended and become far more powerful. Whereas at some point in our history, we will too, we will become like them and they'll be that much higher above us and they'll still be gods and but i'm not sure i believe any of that i mean it's like uh, you and everybody else in this country we were raised in a christian environment so so i i think uh i think at this point i'll just i'll try to relay to him uh what i something that i you know what i'd experienced a little bit um, just to try to sell him on, not the idea that uh, he, uh, j that I believe it, kind of. Well, um, what did you experience? Uh, that's you know, I mean, that's uh, that's that's pretty fuzzy. Um, I I can't even really uh, put it put it to words. It's almost like a uh, you know, it's I remember it like a dream, and uh, you know, the synesthesia, the sights and sounds and smells and all other mixed. It's like a mythos thing I can't describe basically but there was i just saw somebody change into something else uh during um you know this uh exclusive uh, uh show you know what i mean in some far off uh, uh palace or whatever well i'd almost want to say that if it was any kind of a demonstration or show that it was fake it was magic of some sort but right yeah i mean th this is more of a uh yeah, like a like a like one of those culty type uh, religious. Yeah, 
That's interesting. Have you ever read the Bhagavad Gita? In in real life, have I? No, I'm asking the character. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking that after the, at this point he would have uh, researched that whole thing extensively. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to say. It's uh, it's all a matter of perspective. And that's when everybody else starts to come. Yeah. All right. Well, fishing expedition, uh, it, it, it didn't turn out so well, but that's all right. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Fancy seeing you all here. Yeah, this is a yeah. rare treat. I just, uh, I, th I think I'm just uh, kind of looking a little bit disappointed and I get up and excuse myself uh, for a minute and just kind of like walk off and uh, start smoking a, a filterless cigarette there. Uh, uh, by the edge of the causeway. Chesterfield? Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, Bernard, are you quite sure it's uh, okay to join you? Of course, of course. It's, uh, mm -hmm. like I say, it's quite, quite a rare treat. Um, we're practically all becoming chummy. I mean, you people have always been chummy, but I've been rather out of the mix for quite a while. It's good to socialize. Speaking of which, um, plans for, for, for the fourth? Anyone planning something extravagant or big? Or is it just going to be a lazy about at home day? Well, I think we'll take advantage of the long weekend to get together. Um, nobody's already offered to host, Keeper. Guys can make well, yeah. at my home, except uh, projects and uh, you know, my creations, I don't do much. So it wouldn't be the most welcoming place. At least it would smell good. Talking about this, uh, Mr. Corbett, uh, how is the the wood delivery going? I'm sorry. How is the wood delivery? Oh, the delivery. Mm. Who can say? Um, we'll, we'll, if there's a, a problem in the next week or so, we'll, uh, we'll look into it. Uh, but, uh, shipping stuff across the sea is, it can take Yeah, it takes weeks. time. This is one. I can make my clients wait a bit since I'm majorly the only one working at the place. But yeah, several weeks might be a bit too much for them, but we will see about it by the, uh, at due time. I myself uh, plan on uh, having a rather quiet day. Um, Carl can do psychology. Uh, by the way, uh, I was wondering, uh, I did uh, realize that uh, you were wearing, uh, you were wearing uh, some cologne, so I was wondering what kind of perfume you were uh, interested into. Oh, I might um, possibly get some from France. It's uh, <laughs> it's uh, I'm I'm almost embarrassed to say it's um, it's a rather inexpensive cologne that I uh, normally use, but I have a uh, bottle of um, perfume that my wife was very fond of. And I do occasionally put a little bit on 
It, um, it's very floral, it's very sweet, um, but it reminds me of her. And uh, you understand. Um, uh, those of you who passed your psychology rules, you can see that when you guys you know, start talking about 4th of July, there's a kind of a dark shadow that, that crosses his face. He is not a very social person. And that coupled with the perfume question and him talking about his wife, that whole thing, that tragedy back then still really deeply affects him. And what you, time of uh, year does his, did his wife pass away? About 12 years ago. What time of year? Oh, um, it's not an anniversary, though. I actually think it was in May. Hold on. Um, I'm almost dead sure it was in May. Uh, May 6th. It was, uh, uh, yeah, it was around May 6th, uh, 1911. Um, she was 23. They'd only been married. Say, so, you boys got a light? Yes, of course. Yeah, sure, sure. You threw it too far. Here, let me go grab that real quick. I'm very fond of their uh, mezzalunas. Uh, they're delicious. Um, it's a kind of a possible... Well, you guys probably know. Everybody loves maestros. That's projects I should start to get into. I don't think they are so hard to, to make. It's the, it's the grapes that are the surprise. The raisins. You don't expect that sudden little burst of sweetness uh, with the meat and the sauce. Anything else you guys want to talk to him about? He seems very pleasant and friendly, um, very upright. And No luck with the raccoons yet, Bernard? Um, nothing so far. The neighborhood is dying to resolve their uh, various interesting uh, uh, scene. If I if I understand the little uh, uh, creatures, they're probably coming up, looking at your traps, and then going after my corn. Well, I took the by the way about that. I took the liberty of um, instead of explaining, which I'm kind of out of it about it, but writing actually then drawing the the trap. Oh, I see. Very interesting. Delightful. Did you uh, have an exotic shopping trip this weekend, Bernard? Do I have one coming up? You asking? Uh, no, past week. This past weekend, did you oh. did you pick up anything unusual? Um, I mean, I went uh, I went for my usual drive. Um, sometimes I like to go. Uh, up to the woods and wander around just a little bit. Hmm. Do you ever um, collect mushrooms or that sort of thing? Yes, your... I do actually. I've collected a number of interesting fungal specimens. Um, uh, I've told you before about my interest in fertilizers. 
and mm. trying to find uh, various chemical extractions, mushrooms and uh, and things like that have a huge variety of compounds and uh, enzymes and things that, you know, meticulous science, just uh, trial and error, one thing at a time. And maybe in 50 years, I'll find something that's amazing. And then the, uh, release it to the world and then I'll die. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know anything about mycology myself, but they come in all sorts of exotic shapes and sizes and colors. And that's just yep. the, uh, the fruiting bodies above the ground. Um, there are, uh, there is a kind of a mycelial network that uh, may stretch all around the world underneath the ground, with, uh, everything interconnected. Life itself is all interconnected. Are there any um, fruiting bodies that look like human hands? Like, you know, how the, that there's that root that famously looks like a little person that superstitious people believe can do things? Mandrake you're talking about. Yes. Right. Uh, yeah, mandrake. Are there any mushrooms that look like little hands or arms? I'm not embarrassing you, Jacobus, am I? No, 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 no. Um, I'm, I'm just not looking you, <laughs> like looking away. <laughs> the chain of questioning is kind of a little bit awkward. It's it's an interesting uh, question, and you notice um, there's kind of uh, it's it's almost as if Mr. Corbett freezes in time for a few moments. Um, he's searching his memory. Um, but he's gone very quiet and he's like, there are a number of odd things called, uh, commonly called stink horns that look very much like tentacles reaching up out of the ground. Um, there are coral funguses that I suppose would look a lot like hands. Are these things local, or is that, you know, it's in the great wide world? No, you can find them in the woods. Um, I do very well oftentimes um, finding such things in the woods. I sometimes bring them home and uh, grind them up and analyze their uh, chemical components. Have you got a microscope and all? Oh, yes, yes. I've got... I've got a, a lab set up, yes. I'm surprised that you don't, uh, I mean, your businesses are getting so well. I'm almost surprised that you don't retire altogether and focus on your horticultural studies. I, uh, I like the routine of getting up every day. I like uh, um, having employees that respect me and uh, I like the smoothness of the operation. Um, uh, hobbies are hobbies, you know. At this point, he definitely looks a little disturbed, uh, but uh, he's trying to just keep it, you know. Oh, the poker face, okay. Uh, say, uh, Mr. Corbett, uh, uh, didn't you say you were... Um you're going to be getting uh, a lot of that uh, 
that Oriental China in today. Um, you know, Tweedledee and Tweedledum over there. Uh, I, I don't know if they should be the ones handling it. Uh, isn't your shipment due about now? Um, I can, I can get your sandwich trapped and bring it over to you, but, uh, uh, you know, I mean, obviously we, we, we love, uh, Sorry, we, we love when, uh, you know, we love having you for lunch. I just don't want you to, your business to suffer as a result. Stanley can handle himself. Mark and Bill are more than competent, but uh, perhaps you're right. Um, I have enjoyed our conversation very much, and I hope to see you again uh, really soon. Uh, I probably won't be available for 4th of July, but... Uh, um, Please do consider it. You'll be more than welcome. It was a delight to see you the other week. Thank you. Um, and uh, if you if you want if you don't object, I'd like to uh, get everyone's lunch. Oh, that's very kind. Thank you, Peter. Um, and with that, Mr. Corbett, uh, thanks you all and leaves. And, uh, Gentlemen, go straight. Was back. it? Was it? Was it just, well, it seemed more than just myself that felt a little bit awkward about that mushroom arm hand question. Did you also see Mr. Corbett's demeanor changed there? For a person who is as mild-mannered as Bernard Corbett is in general, I did think he seemed perturbed. I was going to make an open joke about it, initially, and then I thought maybe if I provided a sort of subtle intimation that he would laugh himself and explain something, but he seemed evasive and, you know, uncomfortable. What, what do we really know about him? It feels like he's been, well, at least all the time I've been in our street, he's been there. But you've been there much longer a resident than I. I mean, he and I were neighbors when his when he lost his wife and child. I wouldn't say that he was uh, outgoing or spontaneous before that happened, but he was certainly happier. Um, I don't know what else you could say. He's, you know, he's a man who's suffered a great loss and has buried his himself in rigorous activity. He's very good at everything he does. I have a lot of respect for him. If he were to be bringing anybody, <clears throat> if he were bringing any body parts home, the only ones I could imagine would be his poor departed wife's wife for some taxidermy project but it's been 12 years she's not uh, and she wasn't child-sized so i think he must have been collecting fungus or ferns or any number of things that i mean it's what 60 feet from my front window to his front door it's quite a ways to see a detail as little as a child's fingers. You mentioned he has a lab set up in his house. Did you have, have you ever seen it? I have. I have. I mean, he's never hosted. Uh, and I, when I have collected mail and such for him, have 
barely gone past the front entry hall. Mm. Uh, I assume if he had a lab, it would be, well, who knows? He could have replaced the dining room and I would probably have noticed the doors drawn. It's certainly an ample house to have a few rooms for hobbies in. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's quite a big house. If he's growing fungus, that would be in the cellar. I assume. Most probably. Yes. Well, I need to get that wool uh, all dried up before I do the second coat. I think I may visit the library and see if I can find some information about uh, about um, Bernard, just to uh, see what the world said about him. Well, again, I've got the check, and yes, you have. Work. We all have work to do, I suppose. Uh, uh, say, I, I left my copy of the Sentinel back at the uh, uh, back at the warehouse. Uh, any any of you folks uh, have it with you today? Did There's you probably pick it up? one setting out. Here. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, what about any reports of like uh, graves? You know, like um, not pe- people missing. Yeah, are there any disturbed graves or anything reported? You didn't run across anything like that. Okay. Uh, Tom, do, do I know of uh, Bernard's um, interest in finding the perfect fertilizer? Yeah, he it, has it, mentioned he, it. He mentioned it at the, the barbecue. Um, can I go to the library on campus at the Miskatonic? Um, or do I have any books? No, I probably wouldn't have any books myself. There's but, a whole um, botany department at the university. So. Can I find any books on fertilizer, but mm-hmm. with a, a ancient Greek or ancient Roman techniques that I think might be useful hmm. or might be of interest to him? Um, um, sure. Do a, do a library role. Oh, that's 11. That's an extreme. Okay. Spot on. Extreme. Yeah, in fact, you find uh, you find a number of, we'll say, Aristotle, since he was kind of the scientist of his day, talking about various things to add to the soils. Fish, fish is a major one they would add. Okay. Um, it's a library book, so it will probably have It'll probably be stamped. Um, is it a common book? Would I you, be able to probably look for something rather rare? But you're you're a university professor, so you have complete access. Um, well, I don't want to give him a library book as a as a gift. Uh, I'd ra- I'd ra- my my line of thought is maybe I could purchase this book. As, as a gift um, and an excuse to go to his you house. Would, you would have to talk to um, Dr. Henry Armitage, who's in charge of the library, and somehow convince him to sell you a library book, which you think you've probably got no chance of doing. He, he's like the library god there. And, um there's there's no way i could that there you could you could possibly order the book um you'd have to find a 
rare books dealer. There might be a few of those in town. In that case, I'll just take some notes from the book and then present it in a nice um, format. Okay. And I'll probably work on that in the afternoon as I haven't got many lectures in the afternoon. Okay. Um, so that's what I'll be working on for the okay. rest of the day. So, so that's what you're working on. A um, little bit of research into the ancient uh, Greek and Roman uh, agricultural practices. Uh, Peter and uh, Jacobus, you guys are both heading to the library independently. Um, uh, uh, surveys. Uh, I assume you're heading back to your shop. Is there anything else you want to do? Uh, no, not really. Uh, yeah, I think. Um, yeah, other than uh, maybe maybe I'll keep an eye out uh, across the way. I'll keep the shutter open for the rest of the day uh, there, and just see uh, you know see what Mr. Surveys up to or Mr. Uh, Corbett's up to. Okay. And uh, Eugene, you're probably back in your shop. Back in my shop, I'm gonna write down to make a research on mushrooms because logically, due to French culture about mushrooms, okay. maybe find something later. All right. Um, so Peter and Jacobus, you've both headed towards the library, the main, the main uh, Arkham Library, uh, independently but you both see each other as you are walking up to the library. It, it's not the same library that I'm, I'm no, in. No, you're at the Miskatonic Library, yeah. correct. There's the, uh, there's a, another library, a public library. It's very likely that the Miskatonic probably doesn't keep copies of every newspaper from the Arkham Sentinel, but uh, the, the regular library does. Um, so what would you, what, what are you guys looking for on the trip to library? Uh, Jacobus said, I think he was looking for historical material about Mr. Corbett. I'm all interested in uh, any uh, missing children in the county for the last, say, 10 days. Okay. So uh, something, something Peter mentioned about... Um, taxidermy and Mr. Corbett's wife. I, I'm trying to find information about the death of his wife, just to to see the circumstances that surrounded that that period in in, in his in his in his life, just to kind of get an idea of what um, how would that sort of set him, take him forward, sort of where you would think going forward from there. All right, do uh, Jacobus do a library roll? Uh, Peter also do a library roll. That was a terrible fail. Not extreme, but not good. Peter, how did you do? I had to remove my character sheet from underneath a small cat. Uh. Uh, and that I rolled a, a just one point under my uh, so to a basic with just, yeah, just okay. barely, 59 for 60. Well, Peter, you go through at least 10 days and you don't find any reference at all to uh, any child dying or um, anything like that. 
Uh, there's yeah. probably a few people that died, but old people. Tropus, um, you, you sit there for at least an hour uh, trying to find newspaper articles. Um, go ahead and roll again. You spent one hour. Oh, that's a boss. Okay, so you passed. Um, Uh, so you're, you're looking and you're, you're thumbing back and forth. You know the general, we're in general time. Uh, the first thing that you actually find is, uh, let's see this. Obituaries, July 19th, 1910. Corbett, Olivia, age 63, widow of Theodore Corbett and mother of Bernard Corbett, passed away in her sleep at Our Lady of Perpetual Help Nursing Home this morning. Mrs. Corbett had been under the care of Sisters of Mercy since September of last year. It is believed that she died of grief following the death of her husband. She is survived by her son, Bernard Corbett, President of Corbett Importers of America. Funeral services will be held at St. Paul's Church in Arkham this Sunday. It's kind of interesting. Um, would you like to roll another library roll? Yeah, I think I'm going to pursue this line a little bit to find out what happened to Bernard's father. That is an extreme seven. Oh, very nice. Okay. Um, uh, you go back a little bit and... Uh... All right, let's see. Local businessman killed in accident. It was learned today that Theodore Corbett, owner of Corbett Importers of America, is dead. Victim of a tragic accident while vacationing in India. Hmm, I'm pretty sure. Right, I need to talk to Savar about this a little bit. Corbett, while in the company of his son Bernard, died in a fall while the two were traveling through the high mountains of Nepal. According to authorities, the two men were on a hiking trip when they were set upon by a group of bandits known to frequent the area. While being pursued down the mountainside, the elder Corbett apparently lost his footing and fell to his death. My goodness. Uh, his son managed to escape eventually, making it to safety. The elder Corbett's body had not been, been located and authorities fear that it might be lost, possibly consumed by the wild dogs that roam the mountain. Theodore Corbett is survived by his wife, Olivia Maria, Maria and one son, Bernard. At this time, it's not known if Bernard Corbett will take over the management of Corbett Importers. So June 5th, 1909. Well, he lost his parents quite close to each other. Hmm. Interesting. And you got an extreme. So in the process, you also find this. Vitries, May 6th, 6th, 1911. Corbett, Lynn Ann Myers, age 23 died in childbirth in her home. A graduate of the Pierpoint School, Mrs. Corbett was married to local businessman Bernard Corbett a little over a year ago. And so that means he was married the year his mother died, and then his wife died just after that. Funeral services for both mother and child will be held Saturday afternoon at St. Paul's Church in Arkham. Mrs. Corbett is survived by her parents, Edward and Shirley Myers, and her husband, Bernard Corbett, president of Corbett Importers of America. 
So it seems like the child died, well, obviously, at the same time. Um, Fascinating. Is there anything else you'd like to search for in the newspaper? Or now that Peter has sort of joined you, is there anything Peter would like to search for in the newspapers? Uh, well, I can say, Jacobus, that um, this all seems very morbid. And uh, since whatever you and Horatio think you saw was clearly um, innocent, I think the fact that Bernard's tragedies were so compounded uh, gives us all the more reason to leave the fellow in peace. Yeah, based on what I've seen, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's quite dreadful. All in three years' time, he lost both parents, wife and child. Uh, it is troubling that he witnessed his father's death. I'm curious that the newspaper reported that they didn't know whether he would take over the company. Who else would? It's a family business. They were there together. I wonder what it was, what his career plans were at that point. But you know, other people's business are sometimes not fast to know, I guess. Um, Peter, to a library room. Ah, that's 19, which is a hard. Yes, a hard success. Okay. Um, as you're sitting there looking through the, Jacobus now has a number of newspapers scattered. Um, there's one from just a couple of months ago and an article on the, the front of it sort of catches your attention. And it's this. Oh, more of this um, jackal business here. Local man questioned on slaying on animal slayings. Police today announced that a suspect had been brought in and questioned in connection with a recent rash of pet kidnappings in the southwest part of town. Although released later for lack of evidence, Randolph Tomaszewski is considered the prime suspect in the recent disappearances of nearly a dozen dogs and cats from the homes and yards of the neighborhood surrounding Central Hospital. Tomaszewski is employed at the hospital as an orderly. Grim. It will be remembered that many of the missing pets have been discovered later in parks, usually mutilated or partially eaten. Public outcry over the atrocities has been strong and police hope that they have uncovered a lead that will eventually allow them to close the case. And that was from March 16th. So if this Tomaszewski is still on the loose, perhaps they were going down the wrong uh, path. Let's so, relate yeah. to the, art, the, the Jackal article we saw. It sounds like that. It sounds like it, yeah. And here it is later, and they're not talking about that fellow, but just this um, comic book name of the Jackal. The, yes. the limb that you saw, is it possible that it was an animal limb? No, it didn't have fur on it. No, it was, it was well, 
I'm, I'm not now sure anymore what we saw, but it definitely was an animal. Definitely didn't have, it wasn't a pool. No. I wonder not, how no. the, um, how the uh, flooding of the sanatorium is going. Did you run across anything on that in these? Well, let's see. A bunch of bedlamites. Um, if you ran across anything, it's just continuing their, doing their best to accommodate the, uh, the crazies. But uh, they have to do a complete reconstruction of parts of the sanitarium uh, that was completely ruined by the water damage. Um, let's see if there's any follow-up with this Tomaszewski. I wonder if he's um, one of the inmates who's been moved. What do you think? Is he's a, a crazy? Well, I, you know, if the police suspected well, him of collecting pets, murdering, mutilating, and eating them, I would say that that was cause for an institution. Most likely. Is there any further mention of Atomyshevsky? There is not. Orderly at the hospital. Can you imagine? Rereading the article, it says that he's employed, but that's orderly. Do you think he'd still be employed, Peter? You know, I, orderlies are the lowest of the low, I think, in hospitals. But um, just imagine, you know, on, going to the hospital and being wheeled to your room and noticing the dried blood of Fido under the man's fingernails. Grim. Grim. <laughs> oh, um, it's something I just thought about. When Bernard, you mentioned that that um, his, his wife died at home, or was it an article? I can't It was in the article, yeah. Yeah. I mean, surely there was, must have been some medical person or personnel helping them deliver the child. Do you remember oh, anything yeah. of that? Midwife or resident doctor? I don't, I don't recall. There, there will be, I mean, there'll be a death certificate for her. Um, if we really want to continue invading uh, regards yeah, privacy. I'm, yes. You know, um, we could tell the others and see if any of them have a bright idea. Yes. Oh, look at I, the time. I need to get back to Jenny as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get uh, wry looks from the fellows at the office, too. All right. Ah, so let's see. Um, did you guys decide where you wanted to do something for Fourth of July? Are you going to Eugene's house? No, uh, I, I'm hosting again. I have to go by my home first to see if I have a book about mushrooms and potentially finding something that we. We have a few days to look for it. So that's a question. What would you guys like to do in the? Two days before the fourth. Uh, okay. 
will you have uh, mentioned uh, what you learned at the library to uh, survey? I think between the two of us, we'll gossip enough within the, yeah. that night and the next day that you'll have my impression, which is that Bernard Corbett was born under a dark star and has suffered quite enough. Quite enough. <laughs> so uh, the incident with his father in India, um, you know, the fact that there was, uh, yeah, I, I mean, whatever the thing was that, uh, you know, that I saw or thought I saw, uh, you know, it had something to do with, say, like, uh, uh, just like the mutilation of a corpse to get like the secrets or something. And it talked like I saw, you know, it's something like something weird like that. Um, but anyway, the fact that his father died in India and he was there and I was asking him about magic when I was in India and he didn't bring it up to me. Uh, you know, that kind of rings uh, a bit suspicious now, or, or is that, uh, is that just like, a, yeah, no, yeah, that, that it rings suspicious. So I think, um, yeah, I think I want to take a, a closer look around his, around his house or something. Okay. So explain, um, well, um, so the, do this or yeah, so there's a uh, Bosco is um, the the big oaf uh, third of uh, my stage act. There's actually been nine of them. Several died, um, you know, throughout the course of my career. Uh, but they're basically just uh, you know whatever guy can fit the role, uh, and usually they don't have uh, they don't come from a place of means. Um, I think that perhaps uh, you know I might get a hold of him and see if he might want to. Um, I don't know, maybe bust some windows down at the Corbett shop or something like that. Uh, make, make, a, make a bit of a, a you know, a, a scene there um, so that he can be occupied uh, and, and not come home at an inopportune time. Uh, you know, uh, more or less, I'm not going to go into the office the next day. And so when he, uh, he'll probably wake to a call like, hey, man, somebody like uh, jacked up the shop or something, you know, whatever. And, um, you know, and so then when he leaves, uh, you know, I'll have a significant amount of time to uh, uh, check the place out. All right. So you're going to, um, I'm trying to understand what you said. You're, you're yeah, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to call, I'm going to just pay my, uh, pay my assistant uh, to just break some windows down at his, uh, down at his import uh, place so that, uh, you know, I know that for some reason that he's not going to come home during the day. Um, I, I, you know, we've all read the, the, the pulp dime novels. Um, it always seems like the, uh, you know, the Mark forgets his car keys on the day that you decide to do some research. So I, I just want to make sure that there's no, uh, uh, yeah, what, what, any, any reason he may have to come home in an opportune moment would, uh, be overshadowed by the fact that there's a disturbance in his place of business. I'm just, I want to give myself insurance while I break into his home. All right. Um, when are you going to do this? What? So uh, probably after everybody else leaves for work. Because I know how nosy everybody is. Uh, I will probably opt to walk to work, um, you know, afterwards uh, for pretend I forgot something and then uh, head back since uh, town is north, correct? Uh, correct. Okay. Uh, yeah, what so, I mean uh, is when are you going to have your assistant break? Uh, pro probably just uh, sometime through within the night so that when his um, when his employees show up, they'll notice the broken windows, probably give him a call and he'll rush out the door. Um, 
Okay. Um, do a luck roll. So would this be Monday night or Tuesday night? This, this would be like Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday early morning, I guess, pre-dawn. Okay. Uh, you can't spend luck on a luck. So that is a fail. Okay. Um, you send, what's your assistant saying, Bosco? Uh, yeah, for, uh, as far as I'm concerned, his name is Bosco. Okay. Um, you send Bosco to uh, break in to the shop. And what do you do that evening while this is going on? Are you going, going to bed? Uh, yeah. Um, I, I think that I'm going to uh, – uh, maybe, maybe I'll, I'll work on some, uh, some stuff in the garage, but, you know, leave the door open and be banging on, uh, you know, plausible deniability and all, um, you know, make sure that I'm, I'm making a racket. I'll probably wait until uh, Harrow or somebody comes and screams at me to, to cut it out, you know. All right. Um, what would you say Bosco's intelligence level is? He's, he's uh, him trying to think about something is like uh, two ping pong balls randomly flying across an empty gymnasium and hoping that they connect. All right. Uh, so low. So yeah, low. <laughs> All right. So at 2 a.m., Bosco attempts to break the front window on uh, Mr. Corbett's with a brick. Uh, he is successful, but he is almost immediately stopped by a patrol car uh, that uh, it's the business district, so they do patrol. Uh, he is captured and taken to jail. And his one phone call is to you and it's boss I'm in jail. Okay. All right. Um, so uh, uh, how, how, many, uh, uh, how many times have you gotten uh, uh, destruction of property or breaking and entering? You know, I mean, have you, have you done time for this yet? Yeah, is this kind of thing before? Um, no, I never did anything like this before. Okay. Um, let's see. I have... I don't have law. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, listen, um, just, uh, you know, say you're sorry. You're going to, I mean, you're going to sit till you get arraigned. Um, uh, say you were drunk and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll reimburse you for anything. If you do end up sitting, uh, I'll, uh, I'll make sure that the, uh, I'll make sure that the missus gets, um, you know, gets a, gets an extra fat ham or whatever. You're, you're going to do a couple weeks in jail at the most. Uh, uh Okay. I, I am. I, I have no clue if this is if this is uh, inaccurate, but I, I think I'm. Uh, I, I'm. I'm just talking out my ass. I'm just trying to get him just sit and shut up long enough for me to think about a way to handle it. Well, you said two ping pong balls. That was the first ping pong ball. The other okay. one when he says, "But uh, boss, they want to talk to you." No oh, shit. Okay. And, and here comes. He only the said okay. that he was smart. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Um, Damn it. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to. Um, 
get dressed. And uh, for is Mr. Corbett's light on? No, at the moment. It's no. not. Okay. Mm. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to, uh, I, yeah, I guess I, I better wait and see what Bosco said before I spin up another live. It's going to, that I'm going to get caught up in. Um, so, uh, yeah, I will go to the police station. <clears throat> okay. Um, so you get down to the police station. Um, and they, they're going to question you. Um, your man here uh, says that you wanted him to uh, break Mr. Corbett's window. Uh, is it some sort of, uh, they're basically guessing that you have some sort of beef with Mr. Uh, Corbett. And it's, uh, what would you call this? Uh, malicious uh malicious vandalism uh, what kind of um uh, how straight are these uh how, how straight are these cops they're i mean you never know but what are uh, the shoes what do the shoes look like they're, well, they're, they're nice shoes they're, they're really they're, nice they're not big city cops but they're you know they're cops. I, I'm just I'm just looking for uh, like uh, signs that they've uh, they've got more money than they're spending, and usually it's it's going to be shoes uh, back then. You know what I mean? Do a like, uh, do a spot hidden. Okay, that that's a hard. Okay, um, uh, Officer Nabrinsky and Officer Chase are the ones who are interrogating you and neither one of them seems to be out of the ordinary they're wearing okay um after you're there for uh, 45 minutes or so um mr corbett comes in uh he's got on a evening coat and uh looks like he was sound asleep and they called him um he's like what uh what's going on and they said well they, they explained to him the situation and he looks at you very oddly um survey what why is there something <sighs> i did to offend you or um i mean i thought we were doing business yeah i'm just gonna look uh i mean i i'm uh, just gonna overcompensate just act like i'm just just i'm uh, super ashamed and um you know just like i i got drunk and uh you know and i uh basically i just was uh, i was talking i was talking out my ass to my uh you know to bosco here i was just frustrated about uh you know just just not being able to find those things and uh i i must have just um uh yeah I, i've just been uh and I'm, yeah, I'm not going to string together any kind of coherent. Um... They, uh, they ask Mr. Corbett, do you want to press charges? And he's like, well, we've been neighbors for quite a while. I, 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 I'd like you to explain to me maybe tomorrow what this was all about. Um, I want you to pay for the window and of any, course, yep. anything that was damaged. But no, I don't want to press any direct charges on the man. I don't see the point. This has never happened before. Frankly, I'm completely flabbergasted that uh, I'm worried you're drinking. Have you lost your mind or 
yeah and so i'm just going to be uh, uh just start fiddling with my waistcoat and um uh, just uh, basically just really hamming up the uh just I, i'm just like super embarrassed to myself and just ashamed you know kind of uh um and that's his assistant basically his assistant to anything that mm. um now i have to go and uh clean up my shop um uh, and they're they're like, well, we'll we'll need to do at least some paperwork before we let them go. And he's like, well, you know, I can I go? And they're like, yeah, go. So Mr. Corbett leaves, probably goes to a shop, cleans up, uh, boards up the front window. Um, you're probably out uh, by six a.m. Uh, you and Bosco, and uh, the police take you to your home. And wherever Bosco lives, I don't know, you know. Um, 6 a.m., everybody else in the neighborhood can do spot hiddens to see if you if you yeah. see the police car pull up and drop off. You don't usually hear yeah. a vehicle in this little horse too at this hour. Yeah, knowing, knowing, the, knowing the wife, you should give them each a bonus die because uh, she's going to be super pissed when I get home. Um, uh, you know, if they, don't hear the, if they don't hear the car, they're going to hear her screams. I've got a hard success. Regular. I'm in. Barely I'm in the shower with a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you get out of the shower with a hundred. <laughs> All right. So if if you pass, you see you see the police car dropping them off in the middle of the night. Florida. Stopping. Gotten himself in trouble. <laughs> You also probably notice that Mr. Corbett's car is not there. Um, yeah, Corbett's, uh, Corbett's gone already. And Survey's coming home. This, this quiet neighborhood. Marta, we're going to look for another house. This place is going to the dogs. Is this Even, a usual time for Corbett to be absent? Uh, Corbett's shop doesn't open until like 8 uh, or 9 o'clock. So, no, he wouldn't be absent. And not only is he absent, but his lights are on because he left at four o'clock in the morning. My, what has Survey's done? Magician's, magician stuff, maybe? I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, so um, I, I'm, I'm gonna just uh, go ahead and, and uh, say that the wife comes out and uh, uh she kicks my ass the whole way up the up the walk and uh you know into the house and uh yeah it sounds like there's uh christmas hams being just like thrown uh, you know from wall to wall um and this continues just for you know, at least 45 minutes It's the darndest thing, Lord. I would have thought if we were going to have trouble in the block, it'd be one of the foreigners. And here it's just a regular local fellow. Goes to show you, show people, I guess. Um, I feel I feel a bit guilty myself. All this gossip that we've been up to. What What time is it? Uh, well, let's say it's going on. Let's say seven a.m. Um, it's Wednesday. It's the fourth now, isn't it? 
No, this is Tuesday. He did this on Tuesday. So it's it's early in the morning on Tuesday. Um, the one unusual thing now, well, that's that's the big one unusual thing is the policeman dropping off the survey, is uh, Mr. Corbett probably comes and goes from his house twice. Um, he comes back around 7.30. Um, you all notice that he is not dressed in his business suit um, as he comes back. He uh, uh, is in the house for maybe 40 minutes and then comes oh. out properly dressed. So does, is he carrying anything? Uh, this is kind of uh, uh, what, I, what I, does it look like he's bringing anything with him when he leaves the house for the first just, time? Just his usual briefcase. Okay. Um, he also looks angry. So, I mean, you guys are now all watching the neighborhood because this is like, what the hell happened? Um, I'm going to uh, pretend nothing happened and I'm going to get back to my book with mushrooms to see if I find any kind of information. Uh, your books on mushrooms cover probably mostly um, uh, European yeah. mushroom species and cooking them. Uh, American mushroom species, there are some crossovers, but a lot of them are quite a bit different. Um, and only New England areas, outside New England areas, there's not enough experience for people to have started eating a lot of mushrooms. Makes sense. Um, so there seems to be quite a bit of commotion in, in that this morning, quite, quite a lot of excitement. Uh, but none of you are aware of what happened except for the survey and Mr. Corbett, obviously. Uh, Mr. Corbett probably has to come back again sometime during the middle of the day uh, for some reason and then go back to his office. And do any of you guys go to work? Yeah, I do. That's probably the point where you see that the front of Mr. Corbett's shop is uh, boarded up. Mm. Uh, the window was obviously smashed. I wonder how long it takes to get a good glazier to replace a shop window in Arkham in summer of 23. Might not be able to even get a piece of glass cut till tomorrow. Tomorrow's 4th of July, so it'll probably be later in the week. Yeah, glass was... That's expensive, but at the time, I think. Is gift giving um, a common practice for the 4th of July? No. Not necessarily, no. 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 No, the only thing I'd expect anyone to bring over to the barbecue would be uh, some fireworks or a bottle of something. Or beer. Yeah, yeah, a bottle. Of, you know, yeah, a, a bottle, like a probably a jug of beer at that point instead of something smaller. It's probably you know they don't expect you to do all the cooking on Fourth of July. Everybody probably brings some potluck. Yeah, nice terrine. A string of frankfurters. Do we want to jump ahead then to the Fourth of July, or do you guys want to ask questions? Uh, I would like to. 
sorry, you go. Sorry. No, you first. Um, I think I want to just uh, contact a friend of mine at the hospital, John. He works in the lab there. Um, my bromide supply is running low, and I want to hear if they got uh, the supplier to send them a couple of extra bottles. I could probably just take off his hands for a couple yeah. of days and I'll replace it. Uh, I want to ask if, um, yeah, yeah, what's up, uh, John, uh, my friend? Um, uh, do you, do you still have a, a couple of bottles of bromide left? Oh, you know, um, I got anything that you need over here. Uh, yeah, we can do that. When do you need it? This afternoon or? Yeah, if if possible, I'd like to um, just stock up over the holiday season. You know, ladies all. In any case, um, um, and the other reason for my call is, uh, do you do you have by chance, or do you know a an orderly surname Tomaszynski? Do you know if he's still employed? Yeah, Tomaszynski. Yeah, he works here. What can you tell tell me of him? I mean, is he an up and up guy? Um, I don't know. You know, orderly, it's the uh, kind of the bottom of the barrel for working here. I mean, he's got a job. He does his job. He, uh, we, uh, he's kind of like, even amongst the orderlies, he's kind of on the bottom of the barrel. We have him cleaning up um, operating rooms. And it's, it's not a very, very nice clean job. But, you know, he does the work. And um, I'd say... I mean, why is he looking for another job somewhere? Or? No, it's just I, I, um, I, I saw his role. Don't want to sound like I'm snooping, but I, I read his name in the in the paper. Um, I was at the library looking through a couple of information really? articles there. Yes, it sounds like he. Uh, did you see the newspaper of last week? Um, this talk about uh, pets getting disappearing and. Oh, all that yeah. talk about you're talking jackal. about the jackal. Yes, yes, yes. Now, it seems like uh, he was a suspect, but like a year or so ago. And, and uh, I was just wondering if he it was kind of interesting to see if he's still employed. But it doesn't sound like that really came out. No, he's, at the he's hospital. still employed here. Is he? I mean, I, I don't deal with him too much because I'm in the lab, but. I have heard a couple of people talking about him. He's kind of got a problem with authority. Uh, he's a bit of a, I mean, he's an orderly. So he just, as long as he does what the hell he's supposed to do, then, you know, nobody really cares. But um, I mean, I could, I could chat and see if he's got like any disciplinary actions against him or, no, I don't. I don't think. No, don't don't do that. I don't want to cause any trouble. Would be a a nuisance. On the side, I was I was going with the relocation of the um, asylum inmates. Oh my god, it's so busy. That's you know. I can imagine. Mental patients are a, a big problem. Uh, for one, is they never shut up. We've tried to move them all into one wing because they make a lot of noise during the night. Whistles. Mm. Yes. So, yeah. were you able to move everyone across, or how long do you for, think? For the most part, I mean, the ones that aren't uh, the ones that aren't violent. Um, some of the more violent ones we had to ship to, uh, you know, state penitentiary. Uh, yes. 
uh, they've kind of made their own little wing there, but uh, it's going to be six months before they can be moved back into the uh, asylum. Well, do you, 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 I can't imagine you have direct access to them. So to them? I guess you uh, no, I, I wouldn't uh, want to go near them. Ah, then you spare that, my friend. You know, come to think of it, going back to Tomaszowski, I think he's, I think I saw him the other day with some sort of weird medallion, like a, a weird necklace. Oh. Because um, we were in the changing room together and I noticed it. Um, I didn't get a good look at it though. I thought maybe it was a locket at first, but it wasn't, it didn't look like a locket. Like, like a, a St. Like yeah, like, Christopher's. Well, no, it looked more like a, I mean, maybe a, a Jewish star of some sort. Oh. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Star, David, star of David. Yeah, maybe. David Star, what you, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. Do, uh, I, I don't know much about uh, Jewish people. Do they put like, uh, you know how Jesus is on the cross? Do they put yes, somebody yes. on the, somebody on the star? Oh, no, I don't think, no, I don't know. that it doesn't sound right. It was something like that. Um, he seems rather irreligious, though. Not very, you know, like I see, he's got, he's got some disciplinary problems, but I think he's trying. I think he might have had a rough past, and he's trying to pull himself together. Hmm. Oh, well, uh, thank you. I uh, appreciate your time, as always. I'll, I'll pop around maybe uh, later this afternoon to. Uh, I can send somebody over with it. Oh well, that'll that that'll that yeah that'll be. Yeah, I'll send. I much appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, you got it. Have a good day. It was odd. Um. So you've 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 seen the damage to the shop. Does anybody want to? Or do anything or say anything. Um, he was angry, so I'm not gonna intervene too much on it, unless he asks for me to to do something for him. Yes. I might um, make a point. Uh, to send a note to the shop with uh, condolences and, you know, a, a, a small note of concern, but not any questions. Uh, reiterate the invitation. And I frankly feel ashamed that uh, all of this gossiping and snooping has gotten to this point. It's quite um, unbecoming. Now, are any of you, have any of you done anything to try to find out what the hell happened? To the so I think Obviously, I'll, Survey hasn't said anything. <clears throat> I, I'm pretty oblivious to what happened this morning, so I'll probably walk across and, um, gentlemen, what in the blaze has happened here? So you're going to go in the shop? Yeah, I'll... I'll if, if no one is outside, I'll yeah. probably walk inside. And uh, when you go inside, there's somebody in there chatting with um, 
uh, Stanley Graves, who's the uh, assistant. And you see Corbett in the back sitting at his desk writing stuff. Um, the bell rings when you come in the door and he looks up and he sees you. Oh, Jacobus. Uh, Mr. Mr. Corbett. I'll walk across him. Yeah. And there's all, just imagine that there's also adventures and the items. Yeah, I'll just move around. And uh, how are you doing this morning? I see you had a spot of trouble. Yeah. Um, have a, somebody attempted to break in in the middle of the oh, night. Oh, wow. Um, That's a bit scary. I had to come down here at four o'clock in the morning and clean up and board up. But, uh, I mean, we've got it covered. We'll, it's going to be probably and a week before we can get the window replaced. Can't imagine this happening in our world. In this, I mean, it's is it is it like hoodlums or? Uh... Um, well, they arrested somebody for it, but uh, they. Uh, uh, it, it was just a malicious vandalism. That's that's uh. what they classified it. I mean, I kind of hope that. Um, the fellow regrets his actions and tries to reform his ways. You know, it's, uh, people have bad pasts and things can get to you and you can end up doing stupid things. And one should, uh, we're in a position where we can have pity and uh, compassion. Um, but um, it's a rather, rather heavy blow. It's a surprising thing to wake up to in the middle of the night. I can, I can just imagine. Did, did, was anything stolen, taken? Nothing. I think that they actually caught the guy in the process of breaking the window. And he didn't seem to know that well, there were patrols in this area. Well, it's good to know that the police are actually patrolling and keeping an eye. It does make one feel a little bit safer. Well, if there's anything I can help with, please let me know. And and and, and again, you're welcome to uh, to join us tomorrow if you have, well, that's, have some that's, time that's available. That's very kind of you. I'll I'll I'll, I'll consider it. Um, um, thank you. But uh, I, it's very kind of you to come by and, and check on you know, our welfare. Well, it's uh, it's at least I can do. I, I think at the moment. Well, I'll not keep you longer, gentlemen, Stanley. Take care, and then I'll I'll leave. All right. My intention was to visit Bernard, um, to to gift him the notes that I made about uh, ancient Greek fertilizer. But um, I'm I'm kind of hesitant now to go there on my own after seeing the police and hearing about his shop. So I'm going to try and contact, I'll probably, my first choice would be Jacobus because I'm pretty sure he saw what I saw Okay. that, that Sunday um, to maybe accompany me when I eventually do visit Bernard. All right. Well, let's say you get a hold of him in the middle of the day at work. Sure. Uh, Jacobus. Um, yeah. Okay. So I'll phone. I'll phone his pharmacy. Okay. Van der Walt, up up Sorry, pharmacy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Jacobus, it's it's me, Horatio. Oh, Horatio, uh, how are you doing? 
Um, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Thank you. Um, I, I'm, I wonder if you'd uh, be kind enough to um, come with me at some point um, to visit Bernard. I have a gift for him, um, m m mainly to apologize for disturbing his greenhouse the other day. Um, I found some um, interesting um, information about some fertilizer that the, uh, the ancient uh, Greeks um, used. Uh, hopefully he'll find it useful. I know he's oh, been lovely. after a, um, a particular useful formula. Um, but I, I, I don't... like a, a I, good I idea. I, I, he's got to order in for some chemicals, um, which if there's anything matching, we probably could, could um, put together uh, with the, that information. Oh, um, yeah, maybe you could um, verify some of the um, techniques that, that I found. Um, but I don't wish to visit him on, on, on my own. Um, if you could be kind enough to, to come with me. Yeah, uh, by all means. I mean, he, it, I mean, did you hear that they broke into his, his, his shop? I, I, noticed, I noticed the windows were boarded up on my way into campus this morning. Um, do you know what happens? Um, kind of unsettling. No, well, I, I just came from there um, about 15 minutes ago, and, and apparently someone tried to break in, but luckily the police caught them. Um, he seems to, to not going to press any charges against this, this, this person or persons. Seems like well, a, quite a really quite a decent guy, Mr. Bernard. Um, was anything stolen? No, it sounds like um, they were caught in the act in terms of just when their glass were broken, and and that was that. Um, did rise in four o'clock this morning. I was in the shower, so I didn't. I missed kind of uh, anything in our street. Oh, it it happened that night. Um, did you did you see surveys? Uh, being dropped off by the police. What? No. You, the, the, hang on. There was a. You say so, survey was dropped off by the police. Uh, out of character, didn't that? Isn't that what we saw? Oh yeah, That's yeah. He just said it was in the shower, so he didn't see it. Um. Yes. Um. The a, a police car came up our street and dropped off surveys. You don't think you had anything? Oh. Uh, My goodness! Anything to do with what happened to Bernard's shop? Did you? I I know it could be. Can't be. It could be rather rash at times, but very strange. Well, I can just I can just imagine if that was the case, how indignant some of our neighbours would be. Terrible stuff. Well, maybe maybe it's something you know. Uh, I did hear some racket from Survise. I was, but I mean, that was just him and his missus. Uh, he, is, he is kind of all over the show sometimes. I just thought that's like one of their normal spats. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's that's one, kind of interesting. <laughs> one never knows what these entertainment types um, get up to in the early hours of the morning. I, I, I dread to think what's what he could have done. Well, I shouldn't, I, I, my, my mind wonder, wonders, I, I should not. Well, 
We should just ask him. <laughs> I'm not quite intrigued. So, Maybe. Uh, when did you want to go and visit, um, uh, Mr. Corbett? Whenever it's convenient for you, Jacobus. Um, what maybe? What about after after work? We could pop around when you're back from from the university this evening. Yeah, yes, that's a good idea. Uh, I, I just don't want to go on there on my own. Um, you you understand, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, no, fully. I completely understand. All right, I'll see you then. It's five thirty-ish. Mm. Yes, that'll that, right. that'll be that'll be good. Thank you. Good. See you then. Bye. See you then. Bye-bye. Survey, do you go to your shop today? Uh, no, I didn't. <clears throat> okay. You stay home. Um, right around 11 a.m., uh, your phone rings. Ring. Can I answer it? Uh, I, I think the wife's going to answer it, uh, you know, and you'll hear um, just, uh, come on, just uh, just drink some water. You're, you're already drunk and just, I, I can't take it anymore. You know, just, she's, uh, right. uh, you know, yeah. And right, I'm just so in the background being obnoxious. Phone. She answers the phone. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Talma. Um, uh, hello, Talma. It's uh, Mr. Corbett. Um, is um, survey here? You got to play her. <laughs> okay, yeah, um, yeah. She uh, and she, uh, yeah, he's here. Uh, you know, God love him. God love him. He's on the sauce again. And um, here, you see if you can talk some sense into him. He seems to be having some trouble. Yeah, let me talk. Uh, survey. It's Mr. Corbett. It's Bernard. Uh, how are How are you doing? Uh, I'm I'm fine. I'm I'm fine. I'm uh, just uh just 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 trying to uh, uh, uh I'm just I'm work I'm working on uh working on so I just I need to I need to get back to work. Are uh, Are you going to give me some sort of explanation for? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, are are you drinking again? Uh, no, I, I I'm not drunk. Do I, I and just like exaggerated hiccup? No, I'm not drinking. I haven't had anything to drink. Uh, uh, you know, are you, uh, have you been drinking? Um, <laughs> um, do you want to get together and talk about it? Is there? Do you want me to come and see you? I mean, I want to know if there's something that I've done to offend you. I'd like to find a way to resolve it. Just, uh, yeah, yeah. Me, me. Uh, if, fine. We'll uh, we'll talk before the uh, before the before the cookout tomorrow. Um, I'll I'll come out. We'll we'll talk about it. I'll, I'll uh, you're right. I need I need to I need to get some help. You I'll know? drop by after work. What? Um, uh, remind me, are you off the, uh, are you supposed to be off the, the alcohol? Uh, I, I, you know, I thought the, I thought I'd been, uh, handling it, but I guess it's, uh, yeah, it's gotten, it's gotten the better of me. Um, I think, I, I think it's time to dry out again. 
Um, if there's anything I could do, I mean, I, uh, you know, you don't owe me a, an explanation yet, but I would like an explanation at some point. All right, and then uh, I'll, you know, and then and then uh, I'll start arguing with my wife and not even, you know, not even uh, finish the conversation. It'll eventually just, you know, go dead. So, um, we're almost done for this. So, um, I'm going to take an additional hour back at my job to finish uh, this. Okay. <laughs> All right. The frog. Yeah, that's cool. Cool. Um, and take it with me. Uh, Peter, you are at home. Your wife speaks dinner. Um, uh, you see at some point Mr. Corbett uh, leave his home and walk over uh, to uh, Survey's house. Um, Horatio and Jacobus, are you, were you going to go visit him this evening? Yeah, I think uh, the plan is yeah. early evening. So uh, this is before that. So uh, if you guys are being observant, you also know this, Mr. Corbett, go over there. Um, survey. Uh, uh, you tell me what your state is around 6 p.m. Yeah, so I'm, I'm uh, stone cold sober. Um, uh, you know, I've got my, uh, uh, you know, my bottle and all that. And uh, just if I see anybody walking up the, um, uh, who, who comes over first? Well, it's, it's, it's um, Corbett who's coming. Okay. And this, okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, uh, as he's walking up, you know, my wife and I will be arguing again and uh, she'll say, you know, uh, you know, that's all I ever wanted. And I gave it my entire life for you. All I ever wanted was a family, blah, 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 you know, and, and you, you, you couldn't give it to me, could you? And just uh, and more fighting and yelling and screaming. And um, okay. yeah, you know, I could have got away with it. It wasn't for that idiot Bosco. And just, you know. At, uh, at that point, you hear a knock on your front door or a doorbell, if you have a doorbell. And, yeah, uh, uh, I guess I'll, I'll answer it. Okay. Um, and nearly fall into Corbett's arms. Uh, survey. Um, uh, do you mean like hugging him or no like i'm uh open the door and just like uh, i try to overcompensate you know because i'm gonna fall backwards oh crap grab onto the doorknob and then pull uh, myself this way and then almost fall into him all right uh he keeps you from landing on him are, are you all right yeah i'm, I'm fine i'm fine uh I, hey do you want a drink i know you like the dark liquor uh i think we got some uh, some whiskey in the back. I uh, thought we were going to be uh, sober or uh, dry. Still, uh, tomorrow's uh, tomorrow's fine. another let's, day. Let's let's have a drink together. All right. Here, why don't you know? Can you sit. I'll. Here it is over here. Um. So can you give me some sort of explanation 
Okay. Yeah. And, and uh, I think at this point, um, see, and I, I'm going to need to roll or something at the, you know, just the, uh, the, the, the level of deception going on here. You know, I'm just going to, uh, you're going to I'm use, just, you're going to try and fast talk. Yeah. Yeah. Some kind of, uh, right. you know, so, some way to abstract that, uh, just, you know, I'm just going to convince them that I've, uh, uh, yeah, just uh, the, the, the whole thing with my wife and trying to have kids, and she miscarried every time. It was just, and it's just been a, it's just been a mess. Do and a, do a fast uh, talk for you. Okay. okay. I don't have that, do I? That's a fail. Okay. Your, your explanation, it's pretty loose. Um, uh, but he is polite, so he's not like trying to counter anything that you say. Uh, uh, your wife is probably standing there, at least in the kitchen door, watching you. Um, uh, he's like, well, I hope that we can come to some sort of an agreement that, uh, that you eventually tell me exactly why do you uh, maybe we don't need an explanation. You know, it's uh, you need to. You probably are under stress. You, you need to pull yourself together, and uh, maybe see someone. I mean, it's just my advice. Um. Anyway, I'll I'll take my leave. I'll uh, I'll head on back home, and. Uh, you have a good evening, and don't uh, don't send people to break into my store. If there's anything you need in my store, just ask me. Okay. Yeah, and uh, just a uh, yeah, just go go along. Yeah, give the right. give the fake drunken night and all that. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Um, so he leaves and he heads back home, and I think that's where we'll end it. Um, because the next part might take a little bit to play out. Um, unless you want to go 15 more minutes or so. Yeah. I was thinking about. I mean, uh, I'm just. I'm, I've been waiting for some kind of shoe to drop. Okay. Um. Give me two more minutes. All right. Yeah. I was thinking about giving him the little frog tonight just as uh, coming to him, to him like uh, waiting at, at his door and telling him I hello I've seen that you were before you do that because I think Horatio and Jacobus were going to also visit him oh man they were going to show up too okay um, well they're going to visit <laughs> me not not you oh thank god okay um, <laughs> I just don't have an... <laughs> all right um so Horatio and Jacobus, uh, you said you were going to go visit Mr. Corbett. Um, we'll do that next week. Well, you're, you're, uh, you're getting ready to walk out across the street towards him. Um, uh, sure. Eugene, you're also thinking about, uh, about doing the same thing. Uh, Peter, you see Mr. Uh, Corbett come back home uh, he goes into his house. The lights are on. Um, and for 
10 or 15 minutes or so, nothing unusual happens. Um, survey. Um, tell me what you're feeling in the living room of your own house. Your wife has scolded you a few times and she's in the kitchen. You're alone with yourself. What, like, what am I feeling? Yeah. What are you thinking? What are you feeling? Uh, like, okay. Yeah. So um, you're very angry. I think I'm angry. I mean, do you feel angry? Uh, no, uh, no, I think it's just the, um, just the malignant narcissism of this, uh, you know, this, this, this guy who's always the smartest dude in the room, you know, that, uh, he, he's just kind of, uh, the myopia, or, you know, he's just been right. so focused on something real that even though there, you know, he's just, uh, chasing after, uh, you know, even the, the, the slightest shadow of, you know, he thinks this Corbett dude's, uh, he's, he, there's, there's something up, you know, and he's just, whether it's real or not, um, you know, he's just trying to, uh, you know, get him show me something real, you know, instigate, uh, you know, in, instigate something, uh, all the right. whole so India you're, thing. You're it's going just, over all of this in your mind. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but with Supreme, the Supreme confidence that like, it's all going to come together and then I'll be able to take a bow, like my greatest trick, you know, just the, the apophenia and the, the connections that aren't really there starting to just, you know. All right. Uh, are you sitting in your chair or on your couch? Sure. Yeah. Okay. You're, you're sitting there thinking about this and you're looking at your coffee table and um, there's something weird about your coffee table. Um, you start to notice that the, the legs, which are normally straight on your coffee table, seem to be bent uh, like they're um, like they've literally been bent. They're sort of sitting oddly on the ground. Um, you start to notice things around your room are, uh, are moving. Uh, the pictures on the wall uh, seem to be moving in a kind of odd manner. Uh, your wife uh, says something to you from the other room, but her voice is unusually deep and um, sort of a, with a very powerful vibrato. Um, she steps into the living room with her hands on a uh, you know, Kimbo. Um, and uh, there's something very wrong with her. She is green, not the normal color of uh, what she usually is. Um, you start to notice something flying around your head and it, uh, it, uh, it's rather odd. Uh, you become uh, very agitated and uh, I would like you to do a uh, power roll. Okay, that's a success. Okay, just a regular though. Um, there, there's something about your wife that that frightens you. Um, and you you stand up 
And as she moves towards you, you move away from her. Uh, you get to the front door, and when you uh, you open it and step outside, you don't seem to be in Arkham any longer. Uh, there seems to be uh, kind of blue ice in all directions with mountains way off in the distance. Um, you start uh, uh, backing away. And although, although it should be cold, it feels quite hot, um, like blistering hot. Uh, you start removing your clothing and, uh, and uh, flailing about. Uh, and then you see off in the distance, there's something that looks at first like a car, but um, as it is getting closer, you can see that there are spindly sort of legs on the sides of it. And before you know it, there is a gigantic spider um, the size of a small bus that is heading in your direction. Um, you scream, you, you start running uh, down the street uh, or down uh, across the ice and the thing is catching up to you and uh, you can hear it snarling and the wind is blasting and uh, you trip and you fall and this thing suddenly comes up and looms over you and the last thing that you see is your own face reflected in eight large shiny metallic black eyes. Uh, for all of the rest of you, there is suddenly a noise on the block. Uh, you guys are doing whatever you're doing and you suddenly hear some yelling. Um, you think, oh geez, Survey is having a fight with his wife. Um, but her screaming is more distress screaming and his screaming becomes what sounds like distress. As you guys look outside, you see Survey running down his porch, tearing off his clothes, um, run screaming down the street, and he suddenly collapses at the end of the street and with his wife chasing after him. And that's where we will end the story for this evening. Is that a good enough spot for you? <laughs> yep. Um, our players included uh, Joseph Gita, uh, David Gassaway, uh, Will, Log uh, Will Logston, Chris uh, Von Weich, and uh, Simon Benfey, with myself as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members. You can set up private games and learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. There's a link below. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.